This is the Hungry to Learn podcast. Tasteful conversations seasoned with love. Here's Birga. Thank you for taking a few minutes to listen to Hungry to Learn. My name is Birga. You know, listening is really what I want to talk about today. How's that for irony? Yeah, listening is something that I don't do well all the time. It's something that I want to get better at. I don't want to be known as a talker. I want to also be known as a listener. And I want to be known as an active listener. Last podcast, I was talking about active rest or active stillness, and if that was an oxymoron or if that was something that we could accomplish. The answer is yes. You can go back and listen to that. But can you be an active listener? I think it's critical that we become people who are active listeners In this day and age, when we've got cell phones in our hand all the time, I think it's done us a huge disservice in our ability to listen or to listen in a manner where we are engaged and truly comprehending what the other person is saying. I will give you an example of something that played out in my house just yesterday. I'm going to blame it on cell phones. You can be the judge of that one. But here's what happened. My my older daughter did not come home after school the way I anticipated that she would. And so I, I don't remember if I called her, I texted her, but I asked her, I said, hey, where are you? How come you didn't come home after school? And she said, oh, well, I'm with my friend. And I said, well, why didn't you ask permission to go? And her reply to me was, I did. And so then I really had to pause and think through this. It made me a little bit fearful. I thought, oh my goodness, did we have that conversation? Did she stand in front of me and ask me permission to go? And I granted it. And I genuinely don't remember that that conversation even took place. It's possible. I I have to acknowledge that could be one of the options. Another possibility is my daughter was very caught up in whatever she was doing on her phone. She thought she had asked me or she had anticipated asking me, but the actual conversation never took place. So there's really no way for me to know who's right and who's wrong. I can't go back to yesterday and see if the permission had been granted or not. And frankly, at this point, it doesn't matter. She got home safely. Everything was fine. But it just made me, once again, very aware about how quick we are to have conversations without listening or even assuming we've had conversations that we haven't had because of the ultimate distraction of cell phones and all the other stuff that just grabs at our attention. So the other part of this, the other area of active listening that I really want to employ in my own life and to have it be very purposeful is when it comes to business and ministry and dealing with individuals with whom we don't share the same worldview. And here's where I'm going with this conversation. I think it is very, very normal. It's very natural for us to have a preconceived notion about somebody else, whether that was just something we concocted in our heads, or maybe it was something that we read in the newspaper. Yes, I actually do read a newspaper. Maybe it was something we saw online. Maybe it was some gossip that we heard. But however it's happened, we've heard something about the other person or about their position, and we've already kind of in our mind made a determination about that individual, their values, their way of doing business, whatever. You fill in the blank and you know where what I'm getting at with this. And so when it comes time to have a conversation with them, we've got one of two things that we can do. We can do what I would dub passive listening, where we are listening to them, kind of. It looks like we're listening. Maybe we're even giving them eye contact and nodding appropriately, but really the whole time in our brains, we are building a defense to counter what it is that they just said to us. Or we're thinking through how we might eloquently state how our position is better than their position. That is not active listening. What happens when you choose to engage in active listening is you actually hear what the other person has to say. 
And what gets birthed out of that process is something altogether different. You may not agree at the end of your active listening session with what the other person has said, but funny, they've somehow communicated to you in a way where you hear that they are a human being with feelings and emotions and needs and concerns, which dictated their position in the first place. And maybe it causes you to be a little bit more sympathetic or a little more understanding. Maybe it even does cause you to relent a little bit on your position and say, huh, there may be something legitimate about what this individual has to say. So active listening, I want it to be something that I do every single day with my kids, with my husband, with all of those I interact with at work. And it's something that I would challenge you to be very purposeful about as well. Let's not let these cell phones that seem to dominate our world and rule our lives, let them not give us any more excuse to dismiss the people that we have in front of us. Let us not let that give us excuse to minimize the importance of person-to-person dialogue and how we actually need to hear what one another are saying in this crazy world in which we live. So just some food for thought. Hope you guys have a great day as you engage in some active listening. You're hanging out on Hungry to Learn. Catch previous episodes of Hungry to Learn and connect with Birga on social media at hungrytolearn.com. This has been Hungry to Learn, tasteful conversations seasoned with love.